HRN listeners. As we celebrate our 15th year, we are deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. Today's program is proudly brought to you by Whole Foods Market. Visit WholeFoodsMarket.com or download the Whole Foods Market app to learn more and find the store nearest to you. You're listening to Heritage Radio Network. We're a member-supported food radio network broadcasting over 35 weekly shows live from Bushwick, Brooklyn. Join our hosts as they lead you through the world of craft brewing, behind the scenes of the restaurant industry, inside the battle over school food, and beyond. Find us at heritageradionetwork.org. Welcome to Love Bites, coming at you from Heritage Radio Network. I'm your producer and co-host, Jacqueline Raposo, and Ben and I are not live in the studio today to kick off our fall 2017 season, and we will not be in the studio this season live at all. If you've listened to Love Bites over the last two years, hopefully you'll have noticed it's grown a bit, as we and all especially creative humans particularly like to do who Ben and I are now and what this show has been are all wonderfully different than we were this week of 2015. And our regular listeners might have noticed that my health is one of the things that has changed for the worst. And Ben's career taking him more frequently away from the studio is one of the things that has changed for the better. So we're going to take this season and regroup a little bit. While we totally dig coming down to Bushwick and hanging in with Vitor and David and our guests every week, I really need to focus on my health and the other parts affiliated with that. And we have some creative decisions that we want to make about the future style of Love Bites. So this season, sometimes you're just going to be hearing some reruns in our 4 p.m. slot. And other times I'll be running some special features, mostly interviews with couples or speakers who focus on love and happiness, which I will work on from the physical safety of my home studio. We really hope you'll hang with us for this transition. I'm going to be putting stuff out there on our social media feeds. We're at Love Bites Radio. You can find Ben if you miss him. He's at Ben Rose NYC, and I am at Words Food Art. And if you want to let us know anything, things you've loved, things you think we should just move on from, if you miss us, 
If you want to help us produce something, if you have an idea, please email us at lovebites at heritageradionetwork.org. And of course, there are 30 plus other live shows coming out of Heritage Radio Network every single week, and I really hope you'll take advantage and listen to them. So today, we're going to sort of do a then and now show. I'm going to get over my embarrassment, and first, we're going to hear the first half of our very first episode. It's got original theme music sung by Ben's band. You can hear the nerves in our voices. And we talk about how I sort of broke up with a guy that I had been seeing for the summer right before we went on air. And so we talk about that and then move into Ben's dating life a little bit. And I think it's sort of a great place to see where this all started from, this conversation about two 30-something friends looking for love in New York City. And then after the break, we're going to come back and jump way to the end, to June of 2017, for the first of our Me and You series where Ben and I sat down together, and we're going to listen to Ben's half. I think it's really inspirational because he talks about really how far he's come in his position and responsibility and fears and comforts being in one half of a relationship now for well over a year. And I find it inspiring for anyone who has similar fears or thinks they may never get what they want in a relationship or just doesn't know how to make that happen. So that's what we're going to listen to today. And on this very complicated day, September 11th, as we pray for loved ones around the country, those managing floods and the hurricanes, and in our beautiful city of New York that we love with this footprint of pain we still carry Know that Ben and I are very thankful to you, our listeners, and we are sending out some extra love today. So here is our very first episode from September 14th of 2015. Welcome to Love Bites on Heritage Radio Network, where dining and dating collide in New York City. I'm one of your hosts, Jacqueline Raposo. I write about chefs and food culture for a living. I'm 34, I'm single, gentleman, and I'm straight. You can find me at wordsfoodart.com and on Instagram and Twitter at wordsfoodart. I'm also on OkCupid, gentlemen, come and find me. With me in the studio is my co-host, Ben Rosenblatt, the insanely talented actor, playwright, and occasional front-of-house man. He is 33, single, and straight. And you can find him on OkCupid and Hinge and Tinder. I'm actually on all of them, so you can find me anywhere. <laughs> something about coffee and bagel. That's Coffee meets bagel. Coffee meets bagel. Bumble. Our audience knows okay, what Okay, yeah. Uh, you can also get him in, uh, in non-dating life at benrosenblattactor.com. In a little bit, we're going to be speaking with Joseph Marazzo, the owner of the super sexy wine and oyster bar in New York City, Virgola. But first, Benny. It's a little ironic. Uh-oh. Don't you think, Jacqueline, that Uh-oh. today on our very first live <laughs> our episode. Very first live episode. At our very beginning, we are going to be talking about endings. It's so sad. It's so sad. It's really sad, but the truth is, the sad truth, that all relationships do end, whether it's one date and you don't ever talk to the person again, or you're seeing someone for a few months, or even a few years, or you are in a marriage that ends in divorce, or you are just simply weeping over the dying body of your longtime spouse. Such a depressing way to start a radio series. (laughs) Hey, we're bringing the reality, we're bringing the the truth bombs here for you today. In our first three minutes. Um, Look, it always ends. Um, And it's sad, and it's one of the reasons why I'm such a commitment-phobe, I think. But I guess... 
the reason we're talking about this today, yeah. unexpectedly, yeah. is because about 20 minutes before we came on the air, we had planned to do a show today about the dating pool uh-huh. um, when you're in your 30s, but about 20 minutes before we came on the air... Jacqueline dumped some dude. I didn't dump the dude. Come on. I suggested that we probably should not continue dating. Isn't that dumping? Um, I like I, I mean, technically no. I mean, like it was. I dumped. Uh, crap! I just said the word. Yeah. I ended things or put a stopper on things because what we were going to talk about is the dating pool in your thirties. That a lot of people are going through divorce or a lot of people are in positions where they are not fully ready to be emotionally open or to there's they have roadblocks in the way of just being present in a relationship. So like for our pilot, I talked about like not being sure about the six week mark with this person and if I could go forward committing on the road to a possible commitment with him. And what I did not say, if you if anybody out there listened to our pilot on our website, is that it's because like he's still going through the growing pains of getting out of a of a marriage. And he even said to me today he's only like five, fifty to maybe eighty percent ready to start something serious with someone and then there's a, a bunch of circumstances so on top of it. So was that the kicker right there? The, he's him saying I'm only 50 to 80% ready. How do you know basically when you have invested some time and some effort into someone how long have you were you seeing this Six, guy? Six, seven, who, eight who we're weeks. We're called the filmmaker. Yeah, we're calling him the filmmaker. He's a filmmaker and he's a wonderful human being. I want to say that. I'm not going to trash on this human being at all. He's a great human being. A, a couple weeks ago after we did our pilot and we were talking about potential commitment we had a conversation about commitment. He said flat out he wasn't sure he was going to be able to commit soon because of where he is and I said I've gotten through the past couple of years of working on getting myself to a place where my life is in my control and feels good and I feel good about myself and now I am ready I'm very open to the idea of a new commitment I haven't been for a while I'm at that place now a couple of weeks ago I wasn't I didn't know that was the time today I knew it was the time because he's the filmmakers got his film coming out. It's a big deal. He's in a really good place with work. He's overstressed, and he's not like in a place where he can fully be emotionally open and available. And so the time today was very clear when he's like, ah, I haven't seen him in a week. And he was away filming this weekend. He's like, ah, I don't think I can see you this weekend because I really have to get this editing done. And then he's going to be away for two weeks promoting his film over in Europe. So I wasn't going to see him for three weeks. So like somebody that like in the first two months, you should be really going for it with each other. If the other person on on my side of the relationship can't be like going for it, like I want to be going for it. That to me is the time. That was the deal breaker. That was the deal breaker. If I'm not going to see somebody for three weeks, I, I want to be in a position where I can be as open emotionally and dating without restriction and be in the f- like it's only it's been less than two months. I want to be in that fun place of still getting to know somebody and liking them a lot. If I have to hold myself back and if not to be like, oh, I'm not going to see you for three weeks. Like, how can I, you know, why would I keep on going with that person? Who's, can I ask you? I don't think I ever actually even uh-oh. asked you this before when we were talking. Like, uh-oh. how did you do it? Like, what did you say? When he said, I don't think, you know? when like, he said, I don't think I can see you this weekend because I really have to work on, on this edit. And I knew that he was going away for two weeks after that. I was like, oh, so we're not really going to see each other again. And it caught him off guard. He's like, no, but when I get back and then I was like, it's not, I was like, filmmaker, man, it's not fair to me to say that, like. I can't fit space in my life for you in the next week, and then I'm going away for two weeks. But be ready for me when I get back. You know, like, and so we had a great talk about it. And we're gonna we're gonna talk again tomorrow. We'll continue talking about it. I care about him. I like him. He cares about me. He likes me. But like, if you're just at different places, you're just at different places. And I told him that I was like, I don't. I'm not angry at him. I'm not like. 
You know, you're, we're just at different places in our lives, and I want to be open to somebody who can really be into me and has nothing let me stopping a- them from being into me. Let me ask you this. If there things had gone differently or there had been a different vibe or if he had said something, is there anything he could have done to this point that if he was just very busy this week and was going away for a couple of weeks that this could have lasted? Like... Yes, he is a busy guy, right? So Yeah, but we're all busy, and that's the thing. I'm busy, too. But if he had said... I told him... There, there is something. I told him flat out. I was like, if you had said, I'm really busy, would you come over at 10 o'clock after your work dinner? I've got... A, it's, this is a, my busy season, too, both in, in publishing and writing and in food. If you're in food, there are a bunch of events coming up. I'm saying no to, like, 80% of invitations because there's not enough space between book launches and dinners and festivals and openings. So if he had said, like, ah, I know you're really busy, but I'd really like to see you. Would you come over after your event and spend the night? And then, like, I'll have to get up early, but would you? I would be, I'd be like, yes. Like, I will make space for you. Just like if I were the busier one, I'd want him to make space for me. But he was not in the place to make space. And that's the, that's the biggest thing. If you're really into somebody... I feel like you make, if you're emotionally open and available, I feel like you make the space. Mm. So for me, that in this particular circumstance, that was the point that I was like, I was worried about it two weeks ago. Like, am I giving this person too much and they're not going to have this, they're not going to be able to give back to me as much? Today, the idea of not seeing this person, like how, like I have hardly seen in the past week and a half, the idea of not seeing him for three more weeks, how am I supposed to be really excited about seeing him if I feel like an afterthought or something that he's, you know, not prioritizing? I will say that you walked back. We were outside prepping for the episode today here at Roberta's. And when Jacqueline took this phone call where all this took place and she walked back from the phone call and you said to me, I actually feel good. I feel good. I feel better. And I'm curious as to like how you're feeling right now, what that's about. If that was the drink just kicking in. (laughs) No, we hadn't had the drink yet. Then we ordered a drink. Okay. And no, that was only, that was a reaction of, I wasn't feeling good about myself this weekend. Like I was, I was home a lot this week and I had a lot of time. He was away working. I was waiting for him just to send a text or an email to say like, Hey, I'm thinking about you or, I'm looking forward to seeing you. Like something that keeps me excited about the person. And and since the conversation we had two weeks ago about not being sure we were in the same place, I was already unsure about, am I, am I giving this person too much too quickly? Am I blocking myself off from the idea of something real with somebody who is ready? So it's less about, I'm not excited about the idea of not seeing him anymore. I really like him. I would be open to something, to exploring more with him. It was a feeling of relief that like, all right, that decision has been made. I can emotionally free myself because I was, I was waiting for him. I was, you know, I told him I'm going on a date with a guy tonight that I've been, you know, still messaging with who I hadn't gone out with. And I told him flat out, I'm seeing somebody. I want to see where it goes. But I didn't want to hold myself back for somebody who's not going to jump on asking me. So that's that. I think one of the good things about endings is that oftentimes leading up to an ending, there is a lot of inner turmoil. Yeah, and reading into the other person's text or, or absence of communication, like... Absolutely. And so there's, there's a, like you said, a relief or at least some sort of finality, some closure. So I want to, so I want to jump in on this finality and closure thing, because then for a long time now, you've been dating somebody we've been calling the Christian that I think like three times I've been like, Oh, you're, you're not dating her anymore. And they're like, Oh, well, sort of, uh, I'm seeing her blah. Did All right. So to, to sum up very quickly, Ben's been dating this girl who for several reasons, you can decide to say or not, uh, what they are. 
things aren't going to get particularly serious. She's more into him than he is to her, but he likes her a lot. She's so thoughtful. The things that she's been doing have been so sweet and are wonderful. Are but but I think the same thing, you're just not at the same place, but you've been dragging on. Like we've said several times that you should let her free. True. I, and I think actually the difference is... So what's it going to take for you? All right, I will get to that. But I would say the difference is that I think we are in a similar place but we're just very different people. Um, and it's not right. And I think I do need to end I it. I think neither is right or wrong. They're just, we're different people in different circumstances. I'm just going to say that every relationship is different. Absolutely. Um, but what's it going to take for me to end it? It's, I, I have to do it. And I've been, you know, digging my heels in the sand and not mm. doing it. Um, and I'm, I think the reason I haven't done it is that I'm afraid of the way I'm going to feel about myself. Well, because you're on the other side. I'm the one that's not getting as much as I want. She's she's the one. Exactly. So it felt empowering for me to do it. Absolutely. It's going to feel probably pretty crappy for you to do it because it's always. Totally. I'm going to be letting her down and hurting her feelings and all of that. Um, But isn't it better to do it now before she continues to invest in you? It absolutely is. And I'm sensing her investing more and more, which is why I'm like. Feel like I'm going to hate myself more and more potentially. So shouldn't you rip the bandaid but off? But I do need to rip the bandaid off. I want to do it in person. I am planning to see her sometime this week, and I will uh, report back. Well, the power of the radio is Monday. that our our pilot two weeks ago prompted the conversation with the filmmaker. She Maybe very well could be listening right now. If you are Christian, I am a on well, sort of on your side. But I I adore you wonderful woman from everything I've heard about you. She is great. She is great. But just being in different places means you're in different places. And, I, and we're all adults. I think we can admit that, right? This is very true. And all things in due time do come to an end. <laughs> to end on that depressing note. <laughs> all right. Wonderful. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we are going to talk to Joseph Marazzo about how working in the food and wine biz affects his love life. We'll be right back. Today's program is proudly brought to you by Whole Foods Market. Whole Foods Market believes in seeking out local, fresh, and seasonal food and in supporting local farmers, makers, and the community as a whole, economically and agriculturally. Whole Foods Market believes in food that is vivid and colorful, fresh and full of nutrients, food that connects you to your body, the seasons, and to nature, food that helps you do more, sleep better, and wake up happier. Found in over 400 locations throughout the United States, Whole Foods Market only sells food that meets their standards, which means no artificial colors, flavors, preservatives, or sweeteners, ever. Whole Foods Market believes in real food. Visit WholeFoodsMarket.com or download the Whole Foods Market app to learn more. And we're back. This is Love Bites at Heritage Radio Network. Now we are going to hear Ben in our Me and You series from June 20th of this year. This is Ben talking about how he feels as one half of a couple in a relationship of over a year when he really did have a lot of fears and concerns expressed throughout the course of our two-year arc here at Love Bites. So have a listen. So um, so first, actually, Ben, why don't you describe to your listeners the ABCs of your relationship status? Now? Okay. Because for those who are not familiar, we're talking very fast. Let's take a deep breath. So for new listeners to Love Bites Radio... Two summers ago, we started out as purely a dating relationship for those in the food world and hospitality show. And we've evolved since then into a relationships of all sorts show. But in the beginning, we talked a lot about our, our both of our quests for love. We were both single. 
Ben is not single anymore. So, Ben, give us the ABCs of your relationship status, por favor. Yeah, I mean, I'm in a really happy relationship um, of Yay. about a year. And we spend a lot of time together. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't really know what else to say other than that. That won't be, I don't think, maybe answered later on. Okay. Well, so first, I mean, we a lot of the beginning of the show as we were dating, we talked about sort of your concerns about commitment and but you wanted commitment but as we were talking about the women you were dating it was about finding but being nervous about commitment so what do you most enjoy about being in a relationship that you didn't expect yeah um i enjoy a lot about it including all of the little things like um having a partner which is not a little thing but having a partner i enjoy the quiet moments together i enjoy the fun times out together i you guys do very well with that like you're very like you were saying earlier today that almost that yesterday at like 4 30 you're like let's go to it you're both you are both like let's go to atlantic city we for almost had an impromptu trip to atlantic so city so she can night. keep up with you which is awesome she can and but we're also very good at being lazy and not doing anything together um and so that works that's a great aspect of our relationship is kind of like what we like to do with our time we do together, and that's great. Right. But I do think the thing I like most that I didn't expect, which is what you asked, is the feeling after a conflict has been resolved. Um, and the feeling of deepening the bond when I have a fear about something and we then – it kind of maybe blows up a little bit. We have an argument or you know we talk through something serious – and then we're at kind of like a new place and it feels really good to have like gotten something out in the open and move past it and still be together and move forward. Well, what's the unexpected part of that? Um, just I didn't realize that that would feel so good to do that. Like I don't obviously like when we get in an argument and that there's some of that. Or, you know, where, we, where there's conflict in the relationship, there's some of that that can feel not so good. Um, but it's I, – I guess I just didn't realize what the moment after is like and how kind of nice it feels to have moved past something. Can you give me an example of something where you were maybe concerned that you wouldn't resolve it and move past? Mm. Yeah. Um we have different needs as far as like how much space the two of us need in the relationship. And I felt like expressing my side of that story, my, what I, my needs might push her away. And I think she maybe feared the same thing for me. And then we both did that. We got it out in the open. We had a nice discussion about it. We both found ways to feel like we we're both going to meet each other's needs in that regard. And then now we're doing that. And not, and neither of you walked away, and neither of you right like neither of us scared the other person away. The other. Right, right, awesome. Um, so <laughs> I don't know if this is too loosey goosey of a question, but like, how does the world look differently to you now as a committed and loving partner than it did when you were single? Like, has it changed how you view other people or love or how you feel about yourself? Or- yeah, I think. The, the answer is actually no, it hasn't. And I think the thing that I'm most proud of and encouraged about the relationship is that my worldview remains completely intact in this relationship. 
and I don't feel like I feel completely sober and myself and like right in line with what I think a relationship is and should be in this relationship. I don't feel blinded by rose colored glasses. I don't feel like, you know, I see the world differently, which to me would actually, I think, kind of be a little bit of a red flag. Like, I feel, feel very much like. Yeah, go ahead. It's funny that you say that, though, because I would expect the opposite from you. Like, you, we've talked a lot in the past about you wanting this, like, this big, transformative, like, this almost dramatic sort of love and being worried about settling for something that didn't feel yeah. big. And so to hear you say that, like, there aren't rose-colored glasses and that, you know, you don't feel shifted. Like, so is this something that has I evolved think, for you? Yeah, well, or? no, I mean, I think that the chasing of that feeling of something big is actually a manifestation of fear of commitment. Mm. Like when you find the thing that makes you feel like totally head over heels gaga and like you view the world in a different way, it's probably like it's taking you away from who you are and what you think and feel and believe. And I feel like I was chasing something for many years that was going to make me feel like someone I'm not. Mm. That's what's going to save me from my uh, worldview, save me from my cynicism, save me from my boring life. And now, like, I still am a cynical person and I still am, like, bored <laughs> with my own life sometimes. And I still am, like, kind of a miserable person a lot of the time. Aww. And yet, like, I have this thing that is working and is real and is not intended to save me from that but is like you know a significant part of my life all right so miserable person um i would never actually consider you i would never look at me like, ben is such a miserable <laughs> well, person you know um but like no i get it i get it so so miserable person uh where do you like be honest 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 where do you want your relationship to go like what do you see for the future what do you want for the future and is that different than what she wants? Is it the different? If it, are you guys on the same path with the indefinite future of your relationship one year in now? Good question. Thank you. Um, the honest, 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 honest answer honest, of, honest, of, honest, honest, of where honest, honest. I see it going is that I want our relationship to grow in such a way that it continues to ha- enhance both of our lives. Um, people grow and change and needs within a relationship grow and change. And I want our relationship to continue to grow in such a way where our bond deepens and we are both meeting each other's growing and changing needs. I don't personally have, at least at this point, needs or desires um, for, or I don't view our relationship on any sort of like track, like as far as like tangible things like milestones to be reached. Um, She does. And so we differ a little bit in that regard. A little bit or more than a little bit? Mm. Has it been a problem? It's been something that we've had to talk about um, and that we like need to communicate about and make our points of view more clear to each other so that we can more fully understand what it is we want and why we want it. Um, 
and I am not like clo- necessarily closed off to achieving any sort of milestones that she might view as important. Um, Listeners, I, j- I just want you to know that I that's different. That that's a different statement than was a couple months ago. Which I'm not saying commits you to anything left or right, but that op- that crack in an open mind wasn't there when you and I discussed this a couple months ago. So what do you feel has changed? What has caused this crack in a box? We will say because we've talked about boxes in the past. Yeah, I think it's. Well, one, it's like a deeper understanding of my partner and what her needs and wants are and a growing need and desire to continue our relationship. Um, And outside of that, I think it's just one of the things that I think has gotten me this far in our relationship is remaining open to things that scare me. Um, and I think I'm trying to continue to do that. And I think like doing that has, I've found I've made, I've had like positive things happen in my life as a result of doing that. Yes. To stay open to things that scare you. Yes. So I'm hopefully I'm trying to continue to do that. Yay. Oh, I love that. Benjamin. Um, so, so in that light though, like, do you still feel like you struggle with some aspects of commitment? Because I'm so like... I love the idea of of just facing like, okay, this is how I feel and it's hard, but I want to stay in something and I want to love my partner and I want, you know, like just, just let, letting, letting a light of, uh, letting a crack of light come in to see, like you're not committing another way to any, to any movement in one direction, but you're just being open and, and that's growth already and saying yes to things that scare you. Awesome. But are, is there any struggle still? Like, you know, you have yeah. struggled with a commitment in the past. Are you still struggling with commitment? Absolutely. I mean, that's a, that's a huge struggle of mine in my life and something that was, is, and probably always will be a struggle of mine because I'm a human being and our issues are lo- probably going to be our issues for large periods of time. Well, what in our specifically, life. like, are you, are like, are you struggling with anything specific though? Um, I don't know that it's anything specific other than, you know, fears of, of committing. I mean, that's, yeah, I think that's, that is specific enough, uh, that, but yeah, you're committed. I, mean, I, I am committed. Um, but that doesn't mean it doesn't scare me and that I don't have anxiety about it and that I don't occasionally, you know, think I'm going to be screwed up and be a terrible partner and that I, you know, like I said, I'm trying to leave doors open to things that scare me, but they still scare me. Mm. Um, and that makes keeping that door open like a very difficult thing. Gotcha. So um, you've, you're over the year kissing, Mark. When you think back to the year since you first kissed up in the cold wilderness of Portland, Maine? No, that was Portland, Oregon. Lewiston, Maine. Lewiston, Maine. But it was April. It wasn't I know, too but cold. I'm trying to paint. It. I'm trying to paint a more remote, stark <laughs> picture of your courting. Um, do you have any major regrets about anything you've done, or a rough point, something you've learned from that you're you're glad you're over? Or uh, no, I, I don't have anything that I regret. I I feel like I've been. I'm proud of myself for being a. I think a good partner in my relationship, which I think is like the most important factor, the most important thing. I've certainly have not been perfect. 
but I, uh, I think I'm doing a good job. And the things that I, you know, mistakes I maybe have made along the way, I'm learning from. And, you know, you kind of prepped me with these questions beforehand, and I'm thinking about it. I don't think there's a thing in my life that I've done that I regret. So since, so yeah, listeners, we always prep each other and our guests with these questions. So since I did prep you with these questions, um, and we shared with each other that we were worried that our partner's questions were much more awesome than our own to to each other. I was like, ah, your questions are so much better than mine. Um, but they've been thoughtful questions for ourselves. So what did sort of thinking through these questions about your relationship, um, did you learn anything or anything new or reflect upon anything new that, uh, for better or for worse has just sort of given you something that you're going to continue to chew upon? Yeah. I mean, I think I've learned more by saying it out loud and to you and getting your feedback Mm -hmm. and like, I, I have, I really, I'm realizing I have kind of come a long way and have gained ground in my commitment fears, which is something I knew, obviously, now that I'm in a relationship for about a year. But yeah, I mean, I think that's something to not, I'm constantly beating myself up on for not being further ahead of where I am in all aspects of my life, um, this being one of them. And I think I can, you know, take a second to, you know, reflect and feel positive about where I am with this. And I think you should. Thank you. Yay. That is our show for today. You can find all of our episodes at heritageradionetwork.org on iTunes and Stitcher. Thank you to David and Vitor, our engineers, and our very understanding team at Heritage Radio Network while we take this little break. You will be hearing from me soon over the next couple of weeks, but if you miss us, you can find us at Love Bites Radio on social media and email me at lovebites at heritageradionetwork.org. Until then, I hope you give love to yourself and others, and thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to Heritage Radio Network, food radio supported by you. For our freshest content and to hear about exclusive events, subscribe to our newsletter. Enter your email at the bottom of our website, heritageradionetwork.org. Connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at heritage underscore radio. Heritage Radio Network is a nonprofit organization driving conversations to make the world a better, fairer, more delicious place. And we couldn't do it without support from listeners like you. Want to be a part of the food world's most innovative community? Rate the shows you like, tell your friends, and please join our community by becoming a member. Just click on the beating heart at the top right of our homepage. Thanks for listening.